Wrong Good evening mic and still. welcome to another Off the Lip Radio Show broadcasting from Santa Cruz, California. At, at the Santa Cruz Boardroom. Thank right you. Right here at Pleasure yeah. Point. And we have a big show for you tonight. Big show. It is a big uh, show. With our with esteemed guest, Mr. Emmanuel Guzman. Thank you. Thank you for having me once again. I'm super excited to be here. You're stoked. As always, yes. yes. Wait, this has been a dream of yours. <laughs> <laughs> three times over. <laughs> Third time on the show. This but you know what you can do tonight? Which I'm yeah. also excited about. But you That's know what? You can, you, can swear, you can swear. You can drink. You can talk about magic rushums. You whatever the heck you want. I'm going to try not to. I'm going to try not to. We'll keep it clean. Yeah. But we'll keep it clean. Before we begin, there's been a gauntlet. There's been a gauntlet. It's been laid down, TC. What What? What are you? You are up to something. <laughs> I see the, the yogis <laughs> came here tonight. A gauntlet's been laid down, TC. What are you doing? Between you, me, and Emmanuel. <laughs> We're gonna be doing some. Yo- it's gonna be yoga off. Is there such a thing as a yoga off? Okay. Yeah, a yoga off. Uh, uh, Kia Beth, come here, honey. Kia, maybe she can straighten this out. Is there Kia such Beth. a thing as a yoga off? Kia Beth, get over here. Get in the camera. Where's okay. the camera? Right there. Camera's okay. right there. Hello, okay. everyone. My name is Kia Beth. And where are you is from? Where's your business at? Bartini. We're located at 1349 Pacific Avenue, across from Palomar Hotel. Okay. Does it feel hot? Does it feel kind of like hot in here? Like. Like it's like a studio. Surprisingly so. You guys have set the right <laughs> environment. Okay. And uh, and Bailey here is going to be the jo- you're going to do some some yoga exercise that we need need to do. Yeah. We will be doing and and Bailey is going to be and, and Angela are going to be the uh, the scorekeepers. Oh geez. Okay. Oh boy. And so hold it, Bartini. Is that like a drinking and yeah, yoga so thing? What's what's Bartini? So Bartini. Knocking that microphone. Here, let me give up my seat for a little bit, actually. Why don't you just take a seat? Where are you going? Okay. E-man's out of here. Okay, get right here. Okay. So. Is it a bartini? It's a bartini. Sounds like martini. And the point is to just kind of get out of your head and have some fun. Um, we do have events that involve some alcohol. So if you're wondering where the alcohol ah. kind of mix in with it, it's part of it. But um, bar is an exercise. So it's combining Pilates elements, using a ballet bar, lower body work. You work all the small gus- muscle groups. I've thrown Neil into classes, and he's shaking his head no right now because he's like, hold, hold it. On, hold hold, on. hold well, on a minute. Here. I just had hold a whole it. new revelation. Which classes does hold Neil it. go to? Uh, Is it the one where I there's drinking? Down, I went down the other day. To take, like, this, like, I, read on the, I read on the schedule on the website. It's like, yeah, yoga, some comfort, some blankets, stay warm. You don't have to do, do too much. It's gonna be a very mellow class. So I rode down there. I'm going. I'm, I'm expecting to do shit, like right? usual. Right, as usual. And then she <laughs> said, she says to me, "Are you here to take class?" I'm like, "Yeah." She goes, "Oh, right." Is that what you said? I was like, he usually would would he would have made a big deal about taking a bar class. He would have said, "Hey, I'm yeah. here to take a bar class." Like, something. next thing you know, I'm in a bar class. What the f is this? Brutal. And can you explain bar? To the yeah. listeners, what it yeah. actually entails. So bar is the kind of workout that's low impact. It's fun. It's set to like hip hop music. All of our classes are candlelit. He's shaking his head no, but he can't. He has to admit that he has some fun. Come on. It was fun. Yeah. See, yeah. Uh, Bailey, when I was next to you. You know, she made it fun because she's looking yeah. at me going, "How you doing? You survived. How you, you doing?" You I'm like, huh? I survived. Yeah. Yeah, basically I you're getting all the small muscle groups that you wouldn't usually target at the gym. You know why I survived? Because I thought the class was an hour long. It was only 45 minutes. It was over. Oh. 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Bailey, how do you do? On a scale, on a scale of 1 to 10, if it was a professionally graded sport. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
Because I've been trying to get, I've been trying to get this answer out of, you, yeah, you, yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, if, if, if this was a sport and when you were judged, what would you score, Neil? All right, drum roll. One to ten. I'll give him a seven point three. <laughs> what? <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> You've heard that here, folks. <laughs> in yoga, showing up is the hardest part of the practice. And Sh- he showed I up. Showed oh, up. so you get yeah. five you get five for showing up. Exactly. Okay, so it's a 2.5. Hold it. I showed a cla- class the other day with your, with your wife. I heard. Where was TC? Oh, he's in bed. She told yeah. me there's a lot of grunting. 6.30. Pl- oh, yeah. Was, oh, yeah. What would you be doing 6.30 in the morning? I was sleeping. You were sleeping. Okay? Getting fat. Me, I'm slimming down. So why don't you? T- we're gonna go through a couple of exercises with Emmanuel. Okay, it was Mr. Limber. Okay. Yeah. Mr. Limber. The only 15 years so of professional skateboarding. So give us a. We're gonna go through a couple of exercises, a couple of poses, okay. little yoga off. Okay. Sounds and you're gonna be the conductor. Are we doing that right now? Right now. All right. Good grief. Good luck. Eman, you ready for this? Namaste. Namaste, gentlemen. What are we doing? Candle it. Candle it. Okay. okay. Eyes closed. And it's cozy. cozy. It feels Shoes good. Shoes are off. Shoes are off. Mm-hmm. There's a mat underneath you. A little bit of cushion. Oh, yes. Feel the inner and outer arches of your feet. I do. Ooh, that's beautiful. Okay, let's take the right hand and place it on the sternum in between the, sh- the chest and the left hand on the belly. Okay, we're just going to start with a four-part breath. So slowly start to inhale. Feel the chest rise. Two. Three. Four, and slowly exhale. It's okay. Hey, that's how you're breathing. Slowly inhale again. You're doing a great job, Neil. And slowly exhale. Okay. Now let's release the arms. Let's kind of let them hang by our sides. Let's bend the knees. Okay, it looks like you guys want to get a little bit wild. All right, (laughs) inhale to reach the arms overhead. Both arms, and exhale, slowly release. Okay, let's add a bend of the knees. Inhale to reach the arms up again. And exhale, forward fold. Forward folding. Oh, yeah, we're going right into it. Oh, Inhale. Oh. <laughs> Halfway Couple lift. Just take it slow. And exhale, forward fold. Oh. Inhale, arms rise. Oh. Exhale, bringing the hands to heart center. And then we're going to sink back, Utkatasana, chair pose. Chair pose. Chair pose. Okay, now we're going to hand grip the hips and slowly start to pull sternum down for four. And three. <laughs> Two. Okay, so now if you have enough room behind you, let's step the right foot back. Right foot back. Right foot back. And okay. let's take the left foot with us. Now the mic's going to be a little bit complicated, but it, I've got semi-fist. Okay. Spreading the fingertips wide, I have the elbow toward the thumb. Push the floor away. Okay, now from here. 
let's just start to add little presses in the arms. So little I'm bringing presses. in a little bit of bar. I know. <laughs> Lifting the chin away from your chest. Bring the gaze past the edge of the fingertips. So yeah, now we're doing a little bit of sculpt. Okay, now holding here. Let's slowly start to bend the knees, alternating from right to left. And my six-pack is working right now, too. I'm giving you guys a little bit of core. Yeah. Just yeah, light knee taps. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm on fire, dude. Are you grading him on this right now? Bailey, okay, hold it there. Bailey, tap in. Himself. Give me something. Okay, I have our beautiful Bailey stretching. Are you guys holding plank? We're holding. We're dying. Hold. Plank is just a reminder of how strong you truly are. Press mm -hmm. the earth away from you. Really press. Feel that space between the shoulder blades. Take a full breath in. Exhale, press back to downward facing dog. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Take that dog on a little bit of a walk. There you go. Go ahead and pedal out the feet. You, you can bend one knee, bend the opposite knee. Yeah. Anything feels great after plank. Don't kid yourself. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Spread your fingers wide. Press all 10 knuckles into the earth. Beautiful. You can gaze up and in at the belly button. Maybe your eyes just rest down. And when you're ready to find length, just begin to melt the heels down towards the earth. And we're going to take a full breath in and just let something go. Go, <sighs> yeah, there you go. And we're going to take our right foot to the sky or we oh, have some stuff shoot. behind us. So we're just going to improvise. There you go. And now draw that knee to your nose. Squeeze it in. Touch. Maybe you give it a kiss. Yeah, you got it. You got it. There you go. Yes. Inhale. Extend it back. Exhale. Gently step between the hands. We're going to pivot that back heel down, and you're going to rise up to warrior two. So your arms are going to reach apart. Nice. Your right heel is in alignment with your left inner arch. Nice. Keep reaching those arms apart. You know, Mr. Gooseman in back is looking pretty solid in that warrior two. Keep rolling those shoulder blades down. Heart opens. Maybe you gaze over front middle finger. How many of you guys are, how many of you guys are surfers in the room? Santa paddle. Well, you guys all are just riding the waves of life here. We're going to inhale and reverse. Ooh. Style points. All right, we're going to reverse your warrior. Reach that right arm up to the sky. Open up. Find length in the side body. Reach. And place the hands back down to the earth. And step back. All the way to downward dog. Okay, we're good. What? <laughs> all of everything. Neil, quit. You did yeah. one side. Right. You're going to need to balance that out later. Yeah. We will. Who won? Who won? Who won? What? <laughs> Jack, who won, Jack? <laughs> hey, by the way, did you hear that? Jack said Neil won. <laughs> Manuel, get over here, buddy. You made the most noise, Neil. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Neil's, Neil, hear that? Your girlfriend okay, hang on. Come here. <laughs> All right. This is Kia Beth from Bartini, downtown Santa Cruz. Where is it at? 1349 Pacific Avenue, across from Palomar Hotel. Bingo. There we go. Brand new, brand new space. All tricked out and beautiful. Hmm. Very good. Okay, and what's up with the drinking part of it? You can cocktail. Well, you missed the wine walk. We had one last week. Oh, so there's a wine walk and yoga. Yeah. Yeah, we did a yin and Thai massage event with. Uh, hmm. Yeah, we'll have it again twice a year. Okay. 
Our guest tonight on the Authentic Radio Show is. Our guest tonight on the Authentic Radio Show is Mr. Emmanuel Guzman, one of my favorite people. What I like about Pride him, Santa Cruz even though even said. even though he's a Manchester United supporter, it's we have a big him and I have a big soccer rivalry. He's still one of the nicest guys I know. Are soccer fans yeah. nice? He's got a tattoo with his uh, freaking arm. Says Manchester depends. United. Depends. Huh? He asked if soccer fans are nice, and I said it depends. It depends. To each other. I mean, I, yeah. I, oh, I usually see like mobs uh, killing each other in the stands and stuff. But Not in this country. Where Neil's no. from, where Neil's yeah, from, yeah, from where I'm every promised. day, every yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's ugly. But talk, talk, to, talk to the audience about the, uh, his 15 years with Santa Cruz Skateboards. Well, I mean, right here, this board, as we can uh, attest, is a celebration to Emmanuel in his 15 years of being a professional skateboarder for Santa Cruz Skateboards. And congratulations, Emmanuel, thank you, on thank that. Thank you so much. Earlier, you and I were talking, and, I mean, there's a lot of pro skateboarders um, who have – one, two, or three-year careers. There's a lot of pro skateboarders who have a lot of sponsors. And you seem to have done the opposite. You have well, a long career with very few sponsors. I think that the story of my um, skateboard career and, and the story of my skateboard career in sponsorship kind of go hand in hand because, like I was saying, when I started skateboarding and when I decided to get sponsored, it was in an era and time in skateboarding where who you were sponsored by and what brand you represented, what the t-shirt that was on your back or the board that was under your feet were um, that you were affiliated with meant something. It meant that that was a, a embodiment and a representation of you, of your beliefs in skateboarding, of your outlooks uh, on skateboarding as a whole. It could be to where you're from, specifically growing up in Santa Cruz with a company like Santa Cruz. I mean, of course, there was some connection there regardless, um, as well as the other local brands. But I think that I honestly got lucky with where I put my efforts towards um, and the company that I ended up deciding on. This is who I want to get sponsored by. And, and this is who I'm going to bring my sponsor me video into, which I put a lot of work into making that video. So. This wasn't a small decision. Um, I think I just was very lucky in, in that move. In more than 15 years with Santa Cruz, 15 years pro. Right, your affiliation right. I've been with, with them the almost brand. 20. I've been sponsored by Santa Cruz for almost 20 years. But it wasn't until that, that you know, landmark moment in 2005 where it was really um, official in turning pro, which is a, a landmark in any skateboarder's kind of career. Was there a big – when you had that, that was the Bato – was your first board, right? It the was actually a board that was sort of a mock-up. It was a, it was a, a one-off of a mock-up that I had done. I, I had known in my heart that I was going to turn pro for somebody at some point in life, whether it were Santa Cruz or, or another company. I had already drawn up Emmanuel Guzman pro model board as a kid. I, I had drawn it up with my friend. I Just bet all kids do that. A lot know? of kids do. Yeah. I, I hope they do. Yeah. I hope they dream like that because that's, that's great. It's a good so cool. your first board was that graphic. So my first board that I brought in to them when they asked what I wanted my actual first pro model to be, and I presented this homemade, hand-drawn board of mine, they basically looked at it and laughed. They, they <laughs> said, there's no way in hell we can produce this. There's white out on here. You got Sharpie. There's like 50 different mediums <laughs> going on. Um, we, we can work with, you know, eight to ten colors, and this is like the process, and, and everything else has got to go. And so – to be honest, they really did a lot of justice to my 
original idea and the first board. And um, I don't know if you remember, it's this, it's called the Buracho by the Bay, and it's basically a, uh, a, a you know, Mexican field worker, just sort of, sort of Latino type dude, passed out on the point rail with a bottle of tequila. He's just chilling there with a bottle oh, of tequila, hanging out on the rail. And the original board graphic had, it definitely had the point rail incorporated, but there was also the brick pathway from the Via San Carlos where I grew up and these other little local landmarks that I had incorporated into this, you know, childhood vision of a skateboard model. Um, and they really did justice by incorporating the low riders and the Buracho hanging out on the rail. And I had, I think it was Rick James, like up in the clouds um, on the original. And instead they, they turned it into this sort of, um, you know, senorita up in the clouds, which my mom has always considered to be her, and I will gladly let her Think take that. that. And absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. And um, did, was there a, normally uh, with the uh, uh, a new pro? They do well. Currently now they'll do like surprises. There's Were big parties. Surprised? I was surprised, but not in the way that people get surprised nowadays with the big turning pro party mm -hmm. or the big sort of release. It was definitely a, a surprise, and that I had no idea that they had actually gone and printed the boards and that. I was officially pro. These things happen seasons and months in advance to, to right. you know, can them actually being out there. So can I can I ask you uh, as a who first put the sk put a skateboard in your hand or on your beneath your feet? The first skateboard that was put below my feet was probably my brother's. Okay. Before I ever owned a skateboard, I had seen my brother and his older friends in the neighborhood um, doing it, and I had also seen other kids at school, but I didn't actually have a board. And then further on down the road, how did you know that you were good enough to become a professional skateboarder? At what age was that? And how did you know, you know what? I think I can make a career out of this. I think I can do this rather than just be another skateboarder. Yeah, to be honest, I think that I was lucky in the time frame that I was able to recognize that I was good enough. Because nowadays there's so much talent that it's impossible to stand out from that alone who, who i knew that i knew that i had the drive right. more than a lot of people that's where that's where my notion that i could do this came into play it wasn't because i was the best or that i was better than everybody because i wasn't i actually had to work extra hard in order to get the tricks you know that i wanted to make it, it was just that i had the determination that other people didn't who did you compare yourself with did you compare yourself with anybody with everybody and anybody mm. I, I i knew that if i were going to do this that i would eventually be competing with my heroes and with people that i looked up to and, admired. and your hero was is john cardiel would be like if you had to ask a favorite skateboarder that i admired i would say that he stands out in his own just based on his own personal life sort of story and just his own um drive and determination and uh and i've heard that people come have, have compared us that's it's beyond an honor when that happens but now that i've gotten to know him a little bit on a personal level i can see right. maybe <coughs> the characteristics that people can associate well, you both skateboard really fast. I think you know, we both skateboard. You, with, we skateboard him. from our heart. We just skate from our heart. And, and I don't really know how to skateboard any other way. You know, demos and, and being put on the spot has always been challenging because if it's not there for me in the moment, in my heart, it's really hard for me to perform. I am a professional. I can do it. I will do it. I have done it. But if you really want to get the goods, um, I mean, I need to be in that place and space in mine. And I think that people like him are the same. It's just a... It's a personal expression. Skateboarding is like a right. lot of form. It's a personal expression. Well, does anybody to be compared with John Cardiel? I would say that's thank you top notch right there. So yeah. you know, you when you became a professional, you knew you couldn't rest on your laurels. You had to Absolutely keep. Not. You had to keep it up and no. keep it up. This wasn't it do it just to do it. This was 
this is the starting point of something grand. This is the opportunity of of immortality within something that you love. You can make a name and, right. and be a part of the history in this. And that's that's what I wanted. I didn't want to just be a pro skateboarder. I wanted to be a pro skateboarder with a, a history and a story and a legacy by the time it was over. Because like anything, you know, all good things come to an end and, and this will one day for me too. But I don't want my story to be that of someone that did it to do it or that did it and sort of cruise through. I want to have those ups and downs and those, right. those sways. Right. And How do you get over the downs? Like if there, you know, injuries and loss of sponsorship, people have down time. Mm-hmm. How do you, or how would you suggest to youngsters coming up to get through those? Cause sometimes it's heartbreaking to lose a sponsor, heartbreaking to get injured. It is. And it's how very, do you come back it, from those? It's mentally? personal. It's, it's, it's personally, uh, and emotionally very straining and very difficult, but, the support from my family and and my friends first and foremost has gotten me through those moments beyond anything. I think that I have a lot of willpower, I have a lot of perseverance, but to have people support you and tell you that that they're there to support you whether you're living out your dream or you're failing, um, that's the ultimate uh, reason that I've been able to continue doing it. It's been super difficult bouncing back from injury after injury after injury while keeping a positive driven mentality and attitude it's really discouraging and really depressing to get hurt you have to mm-hmm. scrape yourself back up off the floor every time and um, every time it gets harder but once you get back to that place of, of contentment or happiness um, it makes all that work worth it again and then you're back to where you want to be and just moving forward moving forward moving forward and hmm. so just your always moving forward your worst in- injury was it's not the one that rears itself but i know that it will and um just based on the physiology of it uh i fractured two vertebrae in my neck years ago and i've been told that there will be uh premature arthritic you know symptoms that i'll be facing and um same with my wrists and same with other areas of my body but at this point in my life even at almost 35 years old i can't really think of anything else i would have dedicated myself to or sacrificed my body for any more than this and how 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 things changed for you now that you become a father they've definitely changed um i i look at the perseverance of my my physical being a little bit more right is where i used to really uh face skateboarding in, in my life with this reckless abandon because really the consequences were much more minimal i mean i had myself to affect uh my wife my immediate family and that was it my immediate family has become very accustomed with dealing with my injuries and my pain in life. And just, um, so I've always been able to put that a little bit further in the back of the mind when I'm doing something that involves risk. Um, having a kid, it, it changes that. I definitely, I don't think that I take the same risks without like it being calculated right. anymore. Right. I just, I want to be there for him. I want right. to be there for him. Of course him. you do. I want to be there for him, you know, mentally and physically. I bet that kid's going to play soccer. Yeah, yeah, he, he is. is. Yeah. He yeah. We already got him uh, signed up. He's in a league. Is let me, in a league already? Yeah, yeah. Uh, awesome. Let's get, let, me get, let me ask you about this or just comment on this or get your get your views on this. Uh, Derby Park. I have a very, very special place in my heart for Derby Skate Park. Um, I don't know if most or any of the, the listeners out there know that Derby is – considered to be the oldest standing free public skate park in the country and possibly world it would be neat if somebody actually went and did the research 
to make yeah. that uh, official because we all view it as a historic landmark. I think that the city of Santa Cruz should absolutely recognize it as a historic landmark. But um, for anybody that knows or has been there over the years between 1976 and now, and right. I think they, they feel a special connection to Derby. Right. Well, it's the, the number of people who have smiled skateboarding at Derby in this world. Right. I mean, absolutely. We're talking millions of people. And yeah. Sure. yeah. Let's yeah. talk yeah. about Jose. That's kind of your spot, right? And and then that was I my mean, son's spot. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. That Garrett, place. Garrett Ginner called that home for a long time. It has its own unique. I mean, I was there for the opening day. I obviously wasn't alive in 1976. I was actually there for the opening day and for this new, you know, development and and uh, prosperous opportunity in the neighborhood from the conception on. Like right. I was there, and and so I tell that to kids just kind of frivolously when i run into them at that park every now and again they'll ask how long have you been skating or have you skated here for a long time and i'll just let them know i was here for opening day yeah i've been here <laughs> i've been skating here a while i was here for the <laughs> opening day like does that tell you anything who named it the bedpan you know i don't really know who named it the bedpan but basically even at 14 years old we all knew that the thing was just a pile we but like, I, mean, <laughs> I, I was curious if this you is what knew, you gave us so we, we we fought tooth and nail <laughs> to get this park built and then you throw us this so yeah the place immediately got dubbed the bedpan yeah. <laughs> uh, no, and, I and it looks curious. like a bedpan the shape of the it shape is actually it. looks like a bedpan mm -hmm. which is the thing that you are given in a hospital bed when you can't move <laughs> to you know piss or crap so that's what we looked at it's, it's called the bedpan no one knows that Corey Ryan may have been the the originator mm -hmm. uh, of the name the bedpan. He was just such a negative. Uh, <laughs> and Corey Ryan, just so our viewers know, fantastic skateboarder, one of the most talented ever. Fantastic, yeah, and absolutely, but also just sort of that like uh, you know that that genius idiot facade. Like the things that would come out of his mouth would just stick. Right. And so when Corey, uh, who I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say he dubbed it the bedpan when he dubbed it that it just stuck and forevermore <laughs> we're giving Corey credit forevermore I'll, I'll give it to him i can't think of who else it would have been I, yeah. I i can't think of anyone with the sharps or the the yeah. ex like at 14 years old that would have actually known what a bedpan was right but we had spent time in hospital beds at that point in our life so like and and really it's no one knows that but people who live in the neighborhood right. it's kind of the bed no, no 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 they don't yeah. they don't yeah. and 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 nobody really knows what you're talking about until you tell them that you're referring to a skate park because right. we're just talking yeah. about the bedpan, bed the bedpan, yeah. the bedpan. <laughs> and then, and no, no, it's, an, it's a skate park that we're talking about. Is there a spot that we could just claim yours in this town? Is there one spot that you uh, frequented in there? Did something insane on? Is there something that... I mean, if I had to say a spot that I have frequented the most, frequented it the most, it would be Jose Avenue, the bedpan. That's the spot that I have dedicated the most time single-handedly in my life in Santa Cruz skateboarding. Um, it's like my little training facility, and it's also just a very, uh, you know, yeah. spiritual place. If well, it's like your backyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you were sitting right here right now, today, tonight, someone's going to walk through that door and skate, who would you want to watch see skate? Right now. Yeah, who would you want? Someone's going to walk through that door. Who would you wish it to be? Dead or alive? And wanna, dead or alive. Want to see him skate? Tim Broch. Oh. He's fresh on the mind because we recently uh, had the Tim Broch contest right. up in Scotts Valley. He's always been a huge inspiration and a hero of mine. The funny thing is I never actually met him. I never actually physically shook his hand or uh, was introduced or just got to meet him in person. I, I got to watch him skateboard at Derby. Um, 
awesomely enough, but uh, I was just a spectator and a kid. And um, as life has gone on and as his legacy has lived on even after death, um, people and myself included have still admired his time on a skateboard and just his ability and his overall skill. And so if I could actually get to see Tim Broch skate down the street or just come flying by right now, um, that would be that would be the person, I think. Very cool. Great. Yeah, that's a great answer. And you know what's funny is I knew Tim well. He, I worked at Santa Cruz Skateboards when he was there, and you, yeah. you remind me of him in a lot of ways. And it, your attitude and and uh, just your kind of go happy go lucky pace of life, and he did that. So it's cool. Thank to you. you Thank that. you. Yeah. TC, we're gonna take a break right now because I, I, I have to introduce our new our newest sponsor. Our new sponsor? Yeah, but big spender, we, huh? Before we do, I want to thank. I want to <laughs> thank. Uh, did you tell him how much it cost? A yet? lot. <laughs> he doesn't know yet. <laughs> I'm keeping a lot, but you I want to thank. Bill, I want to thank uh, Chris. I want to thank yesterday. We got we got to see Chris Burdish. Yeah, you know I couldn't go, but I'm so stoked that you got to uh, and see him. Dude, that guy is amazing. That guy yeah. is what he's doing for. I mean, what the feats he has done, apart from winning winning Mavericks in 2010. Paddleboarding across the across the Atlantic Ocean. What's next? But what he's doing right now for he's kids, gonna he's gonna like, and for the for humanity and for mankind is truly unbelievable. TC. I mean, but is he planning something big? Is he gonna like? He's planning something big. Kite board, but to he's the not. Moon pl- he's something? planning something big, but he's planning something big. <laughs> I mean, what's next? No, no, no. Right? <laughs> with seventeen of the seventeen of the world's finest athletes, he's doing something with them, and it's truly remarkable. So, wow. I want to thank. Uh, right. I want to thank Chris Burdish. I want to thank. Uh, this Thursday, Jeff Clark's coming on back on the show. That's find out what's going on with Mavs. What isn't going on with Mavs? We'll find out. Know. You know what's fun is always this time of year we like getting into the, the, the bowels of Mavericks. But I want to thank. Want to thank. What's going finally, on? Finally, finally, st- the the era of Stephen Diane Pereira is coming to an end. You know, I, I told Stephen Diane, I could, you know, I will advertise. The, the, can I'm, we still we, talk about them? We can talk about them. Does our new sponsor care if we're like? <laughs> no. Beach guy, no, we love we're you. We're talking about All him right. until it came to an end, but now we finally have chosen the guy, the chosen hey, one. You know what, though? Let's be serious. That is, uh, we've always said one realtor can only be involved in our show. Only one. Only one, because yep. it's, uh, it's a frenzy of activity. Right. And, uh, and the beach guy has been amazing, and, yep. and Diane, I mean, they're family. Now and they're the going to still be family. Yep. But now we've got the captain. Boom, 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 the boom. Now we have the captain. Now we have the yeah. captain. Get over here, the, captain. The captain's coming in the right now. The captain's here. So we got John Ribera from Cobalt Banker. He's also the the captain of the Chard- one of the captains of the Chardonnay, yep. and it's true. He's, he's he's the perfect fit. I've had a bunch of people call me. I, go, I want to recognize you from somewhere. Yeah, I've had a bunch of captain. I've had a bunch of people, real estate agents, who wanted to, p- to fill the spot, and I'm like, eh, doesn't feel right. But you know what? Home run, right here. Yeah, is your John man. Ribera. Caldwell Banker, right, John? Yeah, we're gonna get yeah, born. Caldwell we're gonna, Banker. We're gonna stop blowing him up. We're gonna yeah, blow oh him yeah. up. I want to thank Emily. Well, he's like the realtor of the year already. Why does he need us? I don't know why. You know, what? I know why he's the realtor yeah. of the year because he's single again. <laughs> no, he's not. Are you single? <laughs> Hold, <laughs> Hold it. it. He's not. What's he? Go- His girlfriend might be listening. By the <laughs> way, just to give you. A oh heads well, up. I don't know the shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to thank Santa Cruz Mountain Brewery, the best beer in town. My favorite, the Amber was right. Uh, we went over there the other night, huh? Really, really, very, 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 Sean Rovi, Farmer's Insurance. Yes, he's still, that bastard from Farmer's Insurance is still stealing my ways, but he's a great insurance agent. Give him a call. Farmer's Insurance, 462-3222. Lighthouse Bank? They're not around anymore. Surf City Sandwich. Fig. 
You know what? It's almost Thanksgiving, and that's when that turkey oh, the with turkey cranberry with the cranberry gravy. Oh, I'm telling you what. <laughs> I live for that. Yeah. It's, it's, I can see. Can we, I can't. Can we, <laughs> by the way, I won the yoga off, just so you know. You didn't win Even shit, Even your dude. girlfriend said I won. Hold it. Yes. He didn't win the yoga I'm off. I'm just saying. I did. What? <laughs> okay. When, can you ask Fig when the, that turkey sa- uh, Thanksgiving we, sandwich is coming back? Fig, when's it happening? Yeah, we need that. Uh, I want to thank uh, Timmy from Pono. Yep. Wine tap. We were just there to comp all our drinks. I know. Yeah. all the drinks. Yeah. Want to thank Timmy from from uh, the it's brand great. new Pono right it's there in Capitola. Yeah. Capitola. Chill Road. out cafe where they roll the fatties. You know what? I saw a dude walk in the door today. Yeah. He At held it two hands. <laughs> it was like the he was gonna make a bucket for making sandcastles. The freaking that was how big that burrito the thick, was. The freaking fatty was it fatty. Was fat. Want to thank John Pickard and his Pickard from yeah, uh, Chill Out Cafe. The also, their other company, Beach Desk Vacation Rounds, if you're wanting the perfect vacation, vacation pad in Santa Cruz, no better folks to call mm-hmm. than beachnest.com. Wow. That's a good lineup of sponsors. You know what? Emmanuel's got some stuff he wants to tell us tonight. Well, and uh, and we're, leaving yeah. it to, we're leaving it to last. I know they are, but he's got some big ideas that involve kids. No, it's great. And, and uh, I'm very proud of him. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's no, talk about it. Well, let's jump right into it. You um, you and I have talked in the past, like, what's next for Emmanuel? You know, like, what's going to be? And you, we've, we've had right. talks about right, it. Right. And there's a lot of opportunity for you. Hold it. I want to thank Jack real quick. for pump, Jack Stein? For Jack Stein for being a part of the show. Cheers, I think Jack. we're live on Cheers, Santa Jack. Cruz Waves right now. Yeah. Still, right? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. my apologies, but well, no, no. Sh- but give like I was saying, you know, when you well, and, and, and you tell us, you man, you're 15 years pro. You know, it's this well, is yeah. not. You, you'll always be involved in skateboarding. You'll always, I think, you're gonna be getting checks for a long time in skateboarding. Just my opinion. I hope so. But you, you're you, you've work, you're working on something. Tell us about it. I am. So uh, I kind of at this point in my life feel like it's only right to be the old, the the determiner of my destiny and. Um, after skateboarding and committing myself to, to skateboarding in the industry for most of my life now, you know, I'll be 35 in a week and I've done this for literally most of my life. So there have been a lot of um, learning periods, a lot of, you know, really amazing highs, um, some memorable lows, but ultimately it's been a really good run. And I am now just in my heart and in my mind, I'm starting to look at the future. And I think having a kid has kind of helped with that, but as far as finding something that I'm really passionate about that involves skateboarding has been difficult. And it's not that I don't appreciate where I'm at in the industry and in my career, but I've basically been selling a good or a service for the majority of my life now, whether that's somebody's, you know, shoes or clothing or skateboards. And it's blessed me with the most like amazing and and lucrative uh, career. I've been able to maintain a life and lifestyle on this, really expensive town um been able to acquire a condo uh on the west side now with my family which i i would have never foreseen being possible through skateboarding um there's all these wonderful things that skateboarding has given me travel the world Mm -hmm. i've seen the world i mean and that that will always i mean that 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 experience will go with me to my grave but um there have just been so many ups it's it's impossible to talk about all the highs and and the, the positives that have come from skateboarding in my life they're still happening but I feel like while I have this this drive and momentum and passion within skateboarding still that I need to do something, um, you know, with that. And so I watched a couple of documentaries on this school in Malmo, Sweden called Brigeritz Gymnasium. And it was very just random. It was on Is Vice. Brig? I don't know how to sp- 
say it spell it or pronounce it properly it's it's Brigaretz gymnasium and basically Brigaretz is the name of the building that the high school is out of it was an old brewery and so that basically translates to brewery in english and then gymnasium means high school in uh sweden and so it's basically the brewer high school um being that it's ran out of an old building that used to be a brewery that's the only tie to the name but it's a one of a kind never been, been attempted um alternative educational kind of outlet and skateboarding is the the focus and so as where a university would have maybe you know science or engineering as its focus this particular school is using skateboarding as a focus with all the other curricular and academic um courses available mm -hmm. so skateboarding is what they use as the premise for all these other fields which right. makes perfect sense there's so much that you can incorporate from the act of skateboarding and the um the kinesthetics or the uh the the actual um what's the word i'm looking for the the, the physics the right. physics involved in skateboarding and and so when you just start at the basic levels of the act of skateboarding and you start working your way up to the uh, the established and organized industry that it is now mm -hmm. with every field you would find in any other professional world um, available. So you have people who are working in marketing, you have people who are working in sales, you have graphic designers, you have people working in video production when the, the skateboard videos are being right, put right. out. Um, basically, any any other field that you could find in any other uh industry is now available through skateboarding as an industry and so well, it's a billion dollar industry. it's a billion dollar industry right. it's a bona fide industry it'll be in skateboarding will be in the olympics uh in next year's you know 2020 tokyo it is not going anywhere anytime soon and it has definitely um become accepted and recognized on a global scale on a um, public level it's not this like outcast thing anymore it's just it's accepted by the majority that's yeah worldwide that's so worldwide. we're gonna incorporate this in santa cruz school, well so basically right? this whole this the school documentaries that i watched got me really just fired up and and it sparked something in me that i haven't had in a long time it sparked a, a passion and a sort of drive that i haven't been able to find while looking in skateboarding and also it will incorporate skateboarding organically, which is is kind of a, a no-brainer as far as what I'm looking for in, in personal fulfillment in my skate life right now. So when I saw these documentaries, I got really inspired and I started to research sort of how this school came about, who the founders are, how the school is run. And after reaching out to the vice principal and creator of this school um, in, in depth and in detail about what I was thinking and how I was kind of inspired by their school, I got an email back telling me that this is amazing and um, that he thinks that with my sort of skate credentials and my name and my um, just location, the fact that I live in Santa Cruz, that this is a, a real possibility in his mind. And to hear that was really all I needed um, to get the, the next sort of spark. And, and from that, email forth i've been sort of taking the initiative and trying to formulate a, a similar program that i could do locally and, and it, you're rolling with it and right it's surprisingly has come into fruition faster than i ever imagined i was looking at doing this privately and being able to hire out whoever i wanted because when it's a private school you don't have to hire credentialed people um you can basically assemble a school however you want right. um as long as the funds are there mm -hmm. 
that was the the challenge right now was was any sort of funding that i was looking at would be for many years down the line right. so this was a long-term business plan at that through word of mouth and just through sort of presenting this idea to friends in the community and people who work in education as well as skateboarding i got invited to have a sit-down meeting with the superintendent of um, city schools and also the coordinator of after-school programs um, here in Santa Cruz here in Santa Cruz and I was completely thrown off at the meeting I didn't even realize who I was meeting with to be honest when I showed up I felt <laughs> like I was underdressed unprofessional these are people who wear you know suits to work every day and work in offices and I didn't realize that that's where I was going or that this is who I was meeting with but based on the information that I had available and the the sort of organization and the um, progress of this this idea already um, they were really really excited about it and they were really excited to potentially um, you know be incorporated in it and to sort of collaborate on it and at this point um, what, do you, what do you see in the next three or four years five years I see the idea it sells itself the idea of incorporating alternative education and skateboarding especially in this community right. is a no-brainer I've grown up here all my life and if something like this had been available for me or my friends in high school, just I think there would have been a much different outcome for our local populace and just our, our local youth and just the outcome of that particular generation. TC, was you oh, TC, since I first met you, the first thing you said to me like when I met you was like, this town you're born with a surfboard, surfboard on the one arm right. and a skateboard under the other. It's just how, I mean, and then whether you, how long you go or how far you go with it right. is your decision. But, you know, Emmanuel and I talked about this, and one of your things that you talked about is, you know, if a kid has passion for skateboarding, he could uh, uh, get the industry connections to pursue that right. exactly into, into a career. And and I, when he first presented me with this idea and said, "Hey, we're looking for you know uh, internships and mentoring," I raised my hand. Right. And a lot of people have, huh? You right. know, you're rolling Absolutely. with this Absolutely. And 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 I'm so happy to see that. And I'm also I expect that if if people are really willing to listen to what it is that I'm presenting and they really care about skateboarding or they really care about this community then they will absolutely hear me out and they will absolutely be in support of the idea because it's not only beneficial to the businesses involved, it's not only beneficial to the local skateboard industry, but it's beneficial to the community. It's beneficial to the families, to the to the children that grow up here, that live here, that move here, whatever. It's beneficial to the people um, right. that live here. And so I don't think there's too many things that really are offered in this community for the community anymore. I think there's a lot of like take, but there isn't very much give. Right. Well, I think the skateboarders sometimes get kind of get pigeonholed at schools too a little bit, and uh, I think when you when a, when a school embraces skateboarding and wants to support their passion as a skateboarder, and uh, encourage it and create like career plans and paths and goals and there's so much to be said for that, especially here in a town like Santa Cruz. Right, where, right. Where can people find out the information on this? Well, right now, if they really want uh, information on this, then they can contact me. Um, they can contact me on my email, yeah, okay. uh, which is Emmanuel Guzman 11 at gmail.com. Okay. Or they can, uh, reach out to me on any of my social media outlets, Facebook, um, Instagram. Okay. I am Eman Grizzle one. And you're, you're a prolific social media. He's human. pretty good at yeah, it. He is. And you're I'm good fairly at it. active. I could definitely yeah. be better, but this is the type of thing where if I'm going to be teaching this to somebody, then it's definitely going to be an opportunity for me to better my skills before I go on and tell someone else how to do it. So through this opportunity, I'm also seeing some personal growth and, um, 
anytime you can find that, that's awesome. And uh, I think that this is just a, a, a very promising um, project in the works, and I'm just very grateful to have the opportunity to get it off the ground as soon as we're looking at doing that. And, well, and if somebody's listening, because we're, I mean, we're worldwide for yeah. all you guys out There's there. There's three people the listening right but, now. You know, but we're worldwide. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, I'm sure – there may be programs similar besides what we're, what you saw in your documentary. There may be other people considering this. Right. And those people as well can maybe reach out to you and get in your thoughts or share. Because, I mean, it sounds like a great idea that more cities should embrace. And I'm open to it. And I'm open to uh, just people's people's ideas or people's, um, you know, curiosities or, or questions. Uh, the thing that I'm very secure in and very adamant about is that this program is, is – going to be run by me this program is going to be developed by me um not only do i have the know-how and the experience firsthand from from my career and also just what i've learned um through different you know avenues within the industry but i don't foresee that that just anybody being able to really run this type of program with the same um genuinity and and sort of passion that i'm going into it with and with my name and with just my local um, kind of familiarity and celebrity, I, I'm sure that kids would sign up for this, and I would be yep. so thrilled. Like, uh, no, I agree. If and I when mean, I'm happens, thinking like Mike McGill starts something like this. You know, like that's what you know. What I mean, right, and not but just anybody. I, I, right, I wouldn't. I wouldn't believe in just anybody it. kicking right. something like this off. Right, I totally agree. Um, but and, and it unfortunately, seems like, unfortunately, it's sad. Not more people want to do this. They don't, but they do want a skateboard school in the minimal sense of a skateboard school. They want to help kids to better their kickflips and feeble grinds and that's great but there's more very there's very much more to the picture and to what skateboarding has to offer than that in this day and age in this modern era of skateboarding it should be treated like any other uh vocational um program that kids can get a certificate with that certificate walk into a local shop get hired as an intern or, or as an employee um santa cruz makes a lot of money off its skateboard and surfing industry. Um, there are a lot of businesses that sell skateboard or surf goods. Uh, a lot of businesses that market themselves around that, whether they sell the goods or not. A lot of places that stand to gain some quality uh, employment or they might find their next um, you know, success story in their, in their future Endeavors. And skateboarding endeavors right. and, and well, yeah. I and mean, what I really like about what you're doing, Emmanuel, is that um, you know, d uh, kids who skateboard like you did, aspiring to be a pro, drawing their graphic years before they're pro, and they don't become pro, but their passion is skateboarding. And what you're creating is a pathway to maintain that passion and have it become a job, whether it's going right. to be film production, uh, design, whatever it's going to be. Absolutely. And, and to me, that's that what you're creating keeps that dream alive it's gonna it's gonna give more opportunity for people to do something in skateboarding than if i were just trying to turn out the next pro right, right. and and to be very like you know blunt and very brutally honest and and i'm not afraid to do it when i when i meet the kids themselves the chances of them actually living out their dream of turning pro and having a successful professional career like i have had is Right. very slim or i don't even know what the odds are i don't mm -hmm. know how i made it i just one know in a million yeah they're slim yeah and and you have to have even under those slim circumstances you have to have a lot going for you i might not have had the the college degree i might not have been the most clean cut uh 
you know, well-spoken. I might not have been the picture perfect sponsor, but I was always striving to be what they wanted in a, in, a, in a sponsor. And, um, and, and I think that that also needs to be taught. And I think that there's a lot of wonderful positions in skateboarding in the industry to get to do what you love or get to be affiliated with something that you love, whether you're working in sales or marketing or the art department or, um, apparel design it doesn't matter when you're surrounded by your friends and you guys are talking about something that you that you love in common and that is also your job it might be worth it to to go the educational route to acquire that and right. and i think that there's a lot of kids that they might not know that that is their calling but they don't they don't have a calling or they don't know what their calling is yet and uh i think that this is going to potentially provide that answer in that calling for a lot of kids in this community but it's going to require a lot of community support and a lot of um just sort of sort of uh community awareness around this program which is why i'm very it's grateful that you're tonight. giving me the opportunity yeah. right now right. yeah no, because it's, and, and, you, and again um if you change one kid's life right it's a success right you know right one kid like right. don't don't keep the you know it's not a big bar you'll, you'll be killing and that'll you'll do that your first like week you know yeah. so and then that's a the simplistic like my life, my it. life just changed when I knew I kicked your ass at yoga contest <laughs> we just had, buddy. Do I have to remind you that your <laughs> girlfriend <laughs> said I won? This portion of the show is brought to you by Pete Harbor Cafe on 17th <laughs> Avenue for the best breakfast. Harbor Cafe, good. Our new sponsor loves yeah. it. <laughs> huh? Yep. Harbor Cafe, good. Uh, Jeff Winterholder, 300 calories. What? Harbor I, ca- I on your Harbor Cafe stop. I'm no, adding I went up there, your daily I, count. No, I, I, <laughs> no, that's just a couple of bloodies, right? The Cali croissant. Yeah. I, want ha- I could not have a bloody mary. They get the best bloody marys in town. Oh uh, no, I know. Huh? So if you have two, Cafe. I don't know. Uh, Jeff Winterholder for your new Ford. Stop by and see mm-hmm. Jeff at right. Yeah. Oh yeah, Jeff's the man. Yeah, it takes care of him. People's I coffee. I love that transit van I got. That thing rocks. It's great. If you're if you like want to travel you, and have camp, have you have you and Lorna actually like. Have gotten wild in it yet? Yeah. I, you know, I have a policy of breaking in new cars. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. If she watches this, Jack, I'm going to be in the doghouse. Did you, you expect anything last, Jack? No. But it's been a tradition. What, what happened? Well, it's a huge van. I, mean, I noticed you. Did you bang what? her? But I, listen, this is a family show. You banged her in the van? I smooched <laughs> in the van. It's a tradition. Smooched? Yeah. Do you want me to start talking to your girlfriend right now? But no, I don't do? think so. Okay. This is brought to you by People's Coffee, the best <laughs> coffee in town, right down the street, the 17th and Bromer, along with delicious, healthy choices. I cannot eat their pastries either. The croissants. By the way, I'm yeah, the croissants are good. By the way, I'm going on a diet starting this January 1st. Well, or tell the sponsors she to give you diet food. <laughs> she walks around with three-course meal in a purse. The listing stack. He was here last week, Justin. Stack from when the listing going stack. Up there? We're going up there to get plugs. You've got an ear problem, buddy. I know, but we're going up there. Justin said we're going a, up you there. Need, you need a fucking surgery. I know, I need. do need my ears. <laughs> but Justin said we're getting the new killer plugs. Yeah. I saw, by the way, last week I checked those things out. They are the membrane. Yeah. That's like a Kevlar mem- RB yep. guy again. RB, you, you need those, hear, bro. You Aloha can hear Island Grill. Thank you, Numa, for the great Hawaiian food and your longtime sponsorship of the shoot. Numa. What's his name, man? Feather Snake. Dude, have you gotten rid of the I think that's Numa's porn name. If you Google pe- Feather Snake, <laughs> if you yeah, seriously, that's Numa. Ed Manuel, my like friend, says it's my friend. Band. I think you know it's Numa, do you know Numa name. from Aloha Island Grill? I don't think you know, so. Uh. His band, he's at his band. His name, the name of the band is Feather Snake. Where do you see Feather Snake? If that they sounds like a band name. It does. You I think mean, it does? Yeah. It's 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 like a. <laughs> 
porno. Leather. Egyptian porno movie. I want to thank Craig, uh, Craig from uh, the Wave Clock Surface Fisherman. Bo- does the wave? Does, does the? Do we need a wave clock on the Chardonnay? Oh yeah. Just to get out of the harbor, probably. I want right? to thank Craig Jones from the Wave, pl- wave Clock. Is your nautical station for waves and tides, showing you real-time condition conditions on sale at thewaveclock.com. Good Christmas great, gift, right? Great Christmas gift. Yeah. Uh, the kayak connection, Santa Cruz Harbor, Mustang. Great way to spend the sunny afternoon. Are they still doing their special? Twenty-five bucks at the Santa Cruz Harbor. Twenty-five bucks. Is that not a good date? Is that, are they getting in your That's way? A, are mean, they are they getting in the Chardonnay's way? The kayak connection. Neil, have you taken your girlfriend down there yet? Twenty-five bucks. Why don't you shut the? <laughs> only difference on the kayak connection, you got to do all the work, right? You just paddle around. Half the yeah. pizza is in my fridge right now. The half the pizza is gone because I ate the damn thing. Uh, pizza one and nap toss. Have you been to Pizza one and nap toss? Twelve hundred calories. Dude? It's right down your street. <laughs> pizza one. This uh, the call. Oh, it take me an hour to get there from my house. I'm just adding up your calories, then, Neil. It's insane. <laughs> he's he's like brunch. You know, breakfast, when I do the, ad, when lunch, I do the ads for the show, he's got a freaking leave, dude. <laughs> brunch, dinner, midnight snack. Want to thank him, Jack? Can you help me out, bro? Jeez. Jack, can you help me out? Cause you're like the radio king. Jack, am I beating him up a little bit tonight? No. Well, you gotta let Neil at least get like through the first two sentences of an ad before you <laughs> make fun of how much he eats. <laughs> <laughs> so Thank you, Jack. Yeah, like the first like two sentences. Thank All you, right. Jack. All if right. If pizza if one and half toss. This best pizza this side of Chicago, especially the quality of sausage. Twelve hundred calories. Die for. You see that? <laughs> Thanks, That's Jack. the way you do it. That's the way you do it right there. <laughs> Jamie Jansen from Santa Cruz Core and Rehab has much to o- has so much to offer to cheap optimal health. Please visit SantaCruzCore.com. And Jack. by the way, Gabby, the masseuse down there. Is on freaking believable. I swear to God. I don't get it. <laughs> and last but not least, Star Benny. <laughs> oh, oh, sold everything. You literally said while looking at your girlfriend that Gabby down there she is fucking unbelievable. Like no, you're she like, p- you pointed and everything. Like, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Emmanuel, yeah. I'm sorry you have to sit through this, buddy. Sign me up. I want, I want <laughs> Is he gonna sign this deck? What are we doing? Are we, are we yeah. giving it away? What are we signing it up? Or what That's are we his doing? 15th anniversary Santa Cruz deck right there. Man. I want to thank Rogue yeah. Pies for another uh, Jimbo. Yeah. Thank you, Ed, for the Killer. homemade savory mm-hmm. pies that you deliver. Go to roguepies.com. Seven hundred. Carried away foods and half toss. <laughs> Thanks, Piss. Jack. Piss. Seven hundred fifty, maybe. Okay. This show is. <laughs> That's the way you do it, TC. If Thanks, Jack. You're well, you're a pro. You I mean, you, I'm, <laughs> yeah, you gotta <laughs> wait till it's like, and it's also like a bit, bit better of a zinger at that. Yeah, point yeah, too. Yeah. yeah, I got it. Yeah. Pace it out. I want to thank Emmanuel Guzman for coming on the show tonight. We love yeah. him. He's a sweetheart. He's a thank great you. dad. So even though he's a Manchester United fan, I still talk to him. Even though, because I love the kid. Though. And you know what, too, uh, Eman, we'll have you back because we want to hear more about yeah, this this project. I think it's amazing. I think. When people think about the community, not enough do, and uh, and I'm really proud of you. And I, I and, and and congratulations to 15 years of professional <coughs> success in skateboarding. Thank you so much. Not you only not only a lot of people call themselves pro, you are a pro, and uh, and I'm proud of you. And I always Thank say you every for time the support all the while. Well, every all time we talk about you, I say you're the pride of Santa Cruz. Yeah. 
and uh, and and I'm, I, I I say I'm proud of you. We're all proud yeah. of you. Want to thank Emmanuel yeah. Guzman coming to the show tonight. Want to thank John Rivera, a new uh, newest sponsor. Find him at Caldwell Banker. Uh, right? Thursday night, Jeff Clark. Jeff Clark's coming on the show. And That's good shit. I right hold there. it. Yeah. Next Tuesday night, Pacific Roots. Now, last time they came on the show, <sighs> they wow. were on. Can I say it? You can swear. Unfucking believable. Yeah, no, you can. You can let it go. That's cool. Because we're, 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 we're not on the FCC we, anymore. Like, they started off. I'm yeah. like, this is gonna, this is gonna be like, this is gonna sound like shit. And then they, 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 they were unbelievable. You're gonna hear about this band, Pacific yeah. Roots. No, they've already blown yeah. this up. They've already, they've yeah, already started blow, They've already started blowing the show up. They're gonna yeah. be in here blowing it up. So Next week, you want to hear this show for sure. And then we're gonna work on this this new guy, Manu Koenig, mm. the super the running for super, supervisor, a district one, which is right mm-hmm. here. And we, I'm thinking about we should have a uh, a debate. A debate. Yes. Like him and John Leopold. Yes. A little debate on the Off That Radio Show. Our first debate. I think yes. that's good. This is a crucial position that these people are. Crucial position. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Crucial. Yeah. In a crucial time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we have yeah, a, yeah. our town is in a in a crisis, and so these are the guys that are going to steer it. Yep. And we if we we want to hear what their plan is here at the boardroom. Yep. So, ladies right. and gentlemen, yesterday it was Chris Burdish in a debate. In a Today debate. Today it was. Emmanuel Guzman, Thursday, Jeff Clark, great shows. You know, uh, uh, thanks, Neil. This is fun doing this show. I know. And uh, 350 or something, something we've like done. That, yeah. yeah, good S- stuff. Almost seven years. Yeah, well, good stuff. Emmanuel, thanks again for coming. Thank you, guys. Thank yep. you very Jack. much. Congratulations. Next week, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, thank you very much, Emmanuel. Good night to you all. Good night, everybody.